Hello and welcome everybody to our podcast series, The Spotlight. I'm your host, Friederike Schnabel. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Joining me today is Vincent Chagnot, Head of Research at General Investments. Vincent, can we still count on a strong economic rebound despite the mixed COVID news? Absolutely. Uh, countries that have managed to roll out vaccination relatively fast are showing promising results. Europe has been slower and the difficult sanitary situation has led to further restrictions in selected area. However, even here, social interaction will progressively normalize in spring, supporting a strong cyclical upswing. We have revised our global growth forecast up for this year to 5.6%, especially in the US and China to 6.8% and 8.2%. Western economies will enjoy a boom into summer. At the same time, we'll be seeing a spike in both EU and US inflation. That spike will be mostly technical and temporary, but there are question marks about US inflation in the medium term. With the new fiscal stimulus coming up, the US output gap will close faster, with full employment a possibility by 2023. Money supply M2 is running at plus 25% year on year. This does not guarantee high consumer prices, but at the very least, inflation uncertainty has increased significantly. We saw a significant rise in bond yields in February. Is this likely to continue? Can central banks stop the rot? Well, Ten-year Treasury yields are up almost 100 basis points from the lows of summer 2020. More than half of that move has happened over the past two months. The rise has been smaller in Europe, but steadier boon yields are still up about 40 basis points this year. The rotation towards cyclical assets has started to hurt safe havens indeed. The ECB cannot afford any meaningful tightening in financial conditions and has started verbal intervention. It may temporarily beef up its QE purchases, but it's hard to believe that they would officially ease policy while the economic outlook starts to improve. It's not clear this would work anyway, as further easings may push inflation expectations higher. Our view is that the rise in bond yields will be limited to, say, 150, 175 for 10-year treasuries over the next three, six months. The risks are rising. Technically, negative convexity hedging may cause some overshooting. And global investors are so used to the secular decline in bond yields that they're not prepared. Broader hedging could hurt. At what point do higher yields become a threat to risk assets? There's no magic level where bond yields become dangerous for global markets. Uh, two observations. First, about two-thirds of the near 100 basis point rise in 10-year US yields has come from inflation break-evens. So reflation policies seem to be working. More recently, real yields have also picked up by about 35 basis points in the 10-year US sector. And this is more toxic for risk assets. The rise in real yields has been small, however, compared to the 2013 taper tantrum of 150 basis points. A larger move there is unlikely before we get closer to the Fed tapering early next year. But the recent stress is an early warning of possibly chaotic developments this autumn. Second observation, stocks remain attractive relative to bonds. 
though this is truer in Europe than in the US. The MSCI Europe still offers an earning yield of around 5.5%, while the average rate on government bonds in the area is approaching 0%. Uh, this is still a generous risk premium. The continued rise in profits should support positive returns in equities, even if multiples pull back. Vincent, to conclude, what are your investment recommendations through spring? If the rise in yield remains orderly, as we expect in the near term, this will constrain but not derail the overall friendly risk environment. For now, we retain a pro-risk bias, if only because govies are least attractive. While we acknowledge pro-risk positioning among investors and for the valuations, it's too early to lean against the consensus as booming economic conditions will dominate into summer. Cyclical stocks have already sharply outperformed defensives, but we still see room for extension. More importantly, value stocks should continue to recover relative to growth style. Likewise, we also see room for EM currencies to catch up. Trade spreads are tight, but contain default rates and persistent central bank buying help. The short-term US dollar outlook is more balanced as US yields rise faster, but the global cyclical upswing still supports a bearish bias. Thank you, Vincent, for these valuable insights. Would you like to know more? You can listen to further episodes of our podcast on our website generali-investments.com, as well as on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you, stay safe, and hear you soon.